Hi. Jesus. Hi. Hi. Hello. I'm I'm Hope. Hi. What? I'm Hope. I'm Brandy. Um, and we are we are spooky shit. And we- <laughs> Welcome to our uh just scatting intros. We just decided to. It's me. We're trying a new thing. Um, so it's bad. I like it. Um, today we're talking <laughs> about mummies, and Brandy wouldn't let me talk about mummies for forty-five years. Look, the people asked, and I wanted to say no. I wanted to say no again and again because I don't. know. I just didn't like it. I just didn't like it. They give me the heebie-jeebies. They fr- I know, but that's our show. I know, but and I was like, and is it too, like, basic spook? I'm like, Looney Tunes, your mummy it, out of Chicago. We have done, like, 14 <laughs> ghost episodes. It's true. It's true. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're doing, we're finally doing it. You guys get what you want. And what I say you guys, I mean hope. Hope gets what she wants. <laughs> And it's mummies. I I don't know. I just think they're really gross, um, and they scare me a lot. And they're gross. They're disgusting. Like a wrapped mummy, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. But like yeah. one that's like wrapped and it has like its shriveled head peeking out. Right. Like a little bit. I hate it. I met a mummy. What? I met a lot of my mummies. If you remember, um, the early two thousands were a time where yes, this man went around saying. You know, mummies, I know how to make them fast and not smelly with plastic. What are you talking about? Listen, this man, and he brought it to lots of museums, and he brought it to a, <gasps> a museum in L.A., and he said, I don't know. This is this is body art for you. N- no. And- I know what you're talking about, <laughs> too. Did you go? Continue. Okay. I have... Continue. So he would... This man, lam- mm. it looked like he laminated the bodies. That's what they looked like. Mm. And that's how my mother mm. explained it to me when I was 10 and went with her. She said, it's basically it called- like body world. Yes. And yes. they, this man laminated the bodies and like made art out of them and took like, it was like supposed to be science, but like, look at people doing weird shit with no skin, with no skin. And sometimes with their organs like splayed out. Oh, but a, one dude was just like sliced thirty uh-huh. times and like spread into like a like a sliding screen door. Was oh this shit! Man. I just remember that, that was Ralph, and he's here, <laughs> and he's a door now. I it was so <laughs> fucking. Why did they take fourth graders to see the shit? I don't know, but everyone went. It was a thing. And I was like, these aren't real. And the, the, the docent was like, I assure you they're real. <laughs> Dude. And the whack part. I'm like, it. I'm flooded with this trauma that it's I coming forgot back. about. Yeah. The whack part was that there was no glass. Oh. It was just like no. a small rope and then like a skinless grandma in front of you. Yeah. You could trip and fall into her lungs. Yeah. It's like, and then w- weren't there like lungs that were like, here's a smoker's lung and here's a real yes. person's lung, a real person's lung, a non-smoker's <laughs> lung. And look at them right next to each other. And this could be you. It was so, dude, did you hear that like a bunch of those bodies were like stolen? Like they were not allowed to be used for that? what yeah. no like a bunch of like people when they die they donate their bodies to science yeah and that's science at that point it's like yeah dude take my skin off and turn me into a sliding glass door <laughs> um 
but a bunch of them were not. No! They were not, like, sanctioned no. to do this. And they just, like, took them and did the thing. That can't be true. Yes, it's true. How did... I remember this, my fourth grade memory. Another scandal? Yeah. I know too much about this exhibit. <laughs> do you remember the pregnant lady part? Yes. I, wasn't there a fetus stolen? Yes. Yeah. So it was really sad, like... One of the exhibits was, like, a literal pregnant lady with, like, a very close, like, nine-month yeah. baby in her stomach. Oh my God, it was, like, I remember so that. sad. But it was also weird because she had no skin and they, like, cut her stomach so you could, like, see, see the, the baby. baby. Yeah. I was like, this feels so wrong mm-hmm. in so many ways. Like, when it's grandma out there, like, pose like she's playing fake tennis or something. <gasps> I'm like, okay. This is this is fine, but that one was weird as hell. Apparently, the baby was stolen out of her body. Mm-hmm. I don't who wh- why. Well, I it was I know who it was. It was this uh, really prominent like pro life group in Southern California that like takes that took it and buried it. I'm I'm so torn. Like I'm so torn. <laughs> Why the baby and not the mom? The mom was big and hard to move. True. Also, it's pro-life. They care more about the baby than the living person. Yeah. Yeah. So that's come at me. That so we uh, we both had experience with is with mummies. Is yeah. For some reason, my mom was there. My mom was the kind of mom that was like, I am. On all the field trips. I'm the cool school mom, right? <laughs> and the whole time, I was, like, freaking out. I I was, like, so uncomfortable. One, I hate mannequins. We know this. They're I not mannequins, dummies. though. They're real. And they're worse. They're, like, they're everything worse. worse. And I think that's, like, where the mummy fear comes down to. It's, like, a real living mannequin, which is so much worse. So fucked up. And the whole time, she would, like, go to my ear and be like, I see dead people. Mom! 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 <laughs> and then she would be like... They look like beef jerky. Ah, mom! <laughs> um, it was terrible. Yeah. Also, uh, can I also tell you that this was the first time I had seen a human penis? Oh, I think it was my first time too. <laughs> it was yeah, shriveled, dead, dead mommy penis. Yeah, it was my first experience. No wonder I'm like dating women. Now. <laughs> that's that's you just can't get that image out of your head. Yeah, no wonder Hope is engaged to a woman. <laughs> if, you, if the first penis you ever see is a shriveled dead man, <gasps> if it's fucking oh. Grandpa George playing tennis. Yeah. Why are they? They were all. And the crazy thing is that they were all playing tennis. <laughs> they were all playing tennis. George, <laughs> Allison, Frank. Grant. They were all there. <laughs> Or they were, like, stretched out like a weird-ass giant man on an elephant. I have some weird memories from this place. No, anyway. you're right. They were, like, trying to show the body in different forms. Like, look at how these muscles move, children. It was gross as hell. And I I remember, like, just last episode, we were ragging on creepers in the, like, 1900s looking at fucking Barnum and Bailey dead bodies. And here we are. We did the exact we same did, thing. But worse, because they had no skin. Yeah. And they were playing tennis. Like, we're worse. Yep. That was a hundred times worse. Yeah. And there was like 85 bodies, not just like one that might have been John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a room full of bodies. And they're like, 
We want you to learn. You know, I mean, is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? It's a gross thing. It's very bad. I think we can all agree it's very bad. I shut these memories away for like four years and now they're all back. Welcome. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Well, I can, let me just, I mean, so mummies are terrible and I think that childhood experience has made me want to talk about them and made Brandy want to run away from them. Um, But I want to tell you all about mummies. Please do. Mummies, guess what? Yeah. They uh, are deceased humans or animals whose skin and organs have been preserved, either through intentional or accidental exposure to chemicals, extreme cold, very low humidity, or lack mm-hmm. of air. So It's the accidental ones that really freak you out. Those ones are... You're just, like, trying to dig a well and you, like, find a lady from, like, the Qing dynasty <laughs> in your farm. That happened. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's, like, mm-hmm. all, like, curled up. Yeah, and so I was like, had long flowing hair, and they're like, oh, fuck. What? <laughs> what is this? What? Oh, yeah. what is this? Um, yeah. yeah, so, uh, <clears throat> they, uh, th- they can come like, it, 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 mummies is like a too broad of a word for the thing it is, mm. right? Because it's like, a lot of it's done as a ritual and we call that mummification, but like in different cultures and in different ways. And we still all call that mummification. We also call like, you know, the frozen Neanderthal man, a mummy too. So it's, Mm. it's, it's, it's too broad, but the mummy, but they're all horrible looking. Yeah. They're all bad. I mean, a lot of times they come with very beautiful accoutrement. But inside the golden case is a nasty boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, King Tut looked horrible. I saw him in person, too. Oh, I just saw his cool shit. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't he, like, 14 years old and, like, fell off a chariot and died? Wasn't it just, like, dumb? Yeah, it was dumb. But he was gross looking and he scared me. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Inbreeding. Mummies and animals. uh, Mummies of animals and humans have been found on every continent. Um, over 1 million am- animal mummies, animal mummies are two hard words to say next to each other, yeah. have been found in Egypt, and most of them are cats or sacred ib- ibis, which is like a crane kind of bird. So Ibis? There you go. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know. It, it's I thought it, at first I was like, that's weird that there's more animals mummified than humans but it's not really because that's a disgusting thing to do to a dead body and i think people are... I think it's really hard and like expensive <laughs> yeah so they're like we'll just do the little ones um yeah plus it was like part of their worship ritual like i am not i think it, yeah it's supposed to be a companion for the afterlife yeah kind of I don't know. But I'll tell you that the yeah. oldest known naturally mummified human corpse is just a severed head that's uh, 6,000 years old that was found in South America. Uh, huh. Who, ha, who, did it? Ha, who, ha, who, <laughs> When was the ha. severing? Do we know? Before or after? How, how? We weren't there. This is not a crime scene mystery. I just don't want it. I just, I'm like... Was the rest of the body? How does only one part get mummified? Well, maybe it, it, the rest of the body was just in like shitty dirt, yeah, and the head was in good, good dirt. dirt. And they were like, "Well, maybe it was on purpose." That's that's 
great. Okay, tell me more. Um, oh, did you want to know more? Do you love it? So mostly, um, I hate it, but tell me more. <laughs> um, so it's there's been like various levels of like mummy interest. Um, so back in the day, uh, they used to like unwrap mummies, which would like decay their skin, like would actually rip layers of their skin off. Um, yeah, classic. Classic. Love it. Um, but nowadays they use uh, MRIs. And if you want to not sleep tonight, look up mummy in an MRI images on Google Images. And it might not get you at first. But if mm. you look at thousands of pictures of that, you may never sleep again. Um, mm. Is that you? Did it happen to you? Yeah, you? I really hated it. It's, you. it's something about yeah. the contrast between the mummy and like they're forcing this dead body into uh, this tube um that is mm. mechanical and i don't know i don't know i can't really describe it um like we'll post a pic on the soundcloud page take a look yeah but nowadays you can just do the mri and you can take s- scans of a a mummy and uh you can get such tiny details that they say that you can reconstruct the nostrils in 3D that's important and these models have been utilized to uh, perform digital autopsies on mummies to determine the cause of death and lifestyle, like King Tut. Like, Neat. that's how we know King Tut just fell off. Yeah, boy fell off a chariot. It was pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. So there used to be um, monks. So it was a self-mummification ritual that monks performed um, in, like, it says late 1800s, and it got outlawed in the 1900s. Which late eighteen hundreds doesn't seem that old because these monks would um sit in a lotus position, put like mummifying things on themselves, like rub drying agents on their skin, uh surround oh. themselves by bricks, um, and just suffocate and die in there. Um, and then their bodies were taken out by the other monks after three years. And painted gold and adorned with um, trinkets. It's pretty dark. And they were, like, brought to shrines and exhibited. Um, wow. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I read about a bunch of guys who, like, were like, I'm going to mummify myself and I'm going to sit in this chair. And, like, for the rest of my life. Like, there's this one guy. <sighs> I don't even want to talk about him. There's this guy named Jer- Jeremy Bentham who founded utilitarianism and he's like make me into a mummy and he said my body will be displayed forever in my chair to illustrate how the horror at listen i don't understand philosophy (laughs) okay listen to this me neither listen to this what this man said my body will be displayed to illustrate how the horror at dissection originates in ignorance so i think He's protesting dissection? Or is he not protesting dissection? Look, we we're, there's no way to know. We can't know. And I feel like this is something that if I tried with one iota of strength to understand, mm. I might be able to. But what I'm mm. trying to tell you is that he's still at the University College of London sitting in the chair he requested to sit in for the rest of his eternity. He's dead. He's dead. He's like, he's a mummy. Mm. Anyways. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. So many types of mummies. Yeah. And I just, I want to, I just, I, I really got to tell you something else mm. about it. Mm. So in the Middle Ages, there was like a mistranslation in this Arabic term for bitumen, which was like a, a substance that um, helped with the plague. And, but it was translated into mummy. Um, so it was thought that mummies possessed healing properties. So it became a common practice to grind Egyptian mummies into powder to be sold and used as medicine. What? Yeah. So, but like when actual mummies were unavailable, like they would use the corpses of like, like, uh, criminals and slaves and suicidal people um that were like that were like in the sun for a long time so they're kind of dried out then they would grind those down they would grind those down and they would sell that uh they sold like ground mummy and like little pills and pharmaceuticals and stuff they wait 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 wait. you've you've given me (laughs) this this gift and and i cannot (laughs) accept it I want to give it back. Do you have a gift receipt? Because I'm afraid if I put it in my garbage, it'll come back to haunt me. Hope they ate them. Yeah, just they ate they them. They didn't have the plague. Why were they eating mummy? Because they thought it would help. Help what? Help what? Somewhere, help. somewhere, somewhere. It help said- them slowly like deteriorate into insanity because that's what's happening to me and i'm just hearing about it this was a practice that developed and they ran out of mummies they yeah dug up ancient egyptian mummies sacred to egyptian culture and history and just like ground them up Uh so many that they had to go to like convicts who were tanning too much (laughs) they ran out where were like the archaeologists being like, "Don't do that." They they weren't there. They didn't. No. They weren't there. When was this happening? This happened until the late 16th century. I'm, Here's another one. I'm so mad. Artists also made use of these mummies. They made a Classic. brownish pigment out of ground mummy known as mummy brown, based on mummia. Why did? Why did no one care? It was popular in the 17th century, but discontinued in the early 18th century. Uh, dude, artists back then were whack. They, like, would mix paint with anything. Mm. They're like, mm, how about eggs? This works. And then now all, all the paintings fall off. Yeah. Um, I'm... Why? Like, I know that half of, like, mummies... And the issues with mummies is about like colonialism. Oh, and I was just gonna get into that. Yeah, I just want to say like, how did no one say you can't do that? I'm sure they did, but how did no one impo- like nobody? They scholarly. The, I don't. I I don't know. I think uh, like a lot of because these Egyptian rituals were like quote unquote pagan. I guess they would call them anything not Christian. You know. But, like, so they're, like... They didn't care about it? Yeah. Honestly. I don't know. I can't... (sighs) Yeah. So, anyway, many thousands of mummified cats were sent from Egypt to England to be processed to use in fertilizer. 
Egyptology was like a huge fad in Europe during the 19th century, like when the first tombs and artifacts in Egypt were quote unquote discovered. Um, Mm. So European aristocrats would like have these little parties where they would like have a mummy that they bought. And they would like put them out on their table and they would like mm. have an unwrapping party with their friends and have a few cocktails and uh, then just like observe it. Like, oh, the world before TV. I mean, what? Oh, yeah. This is what you had to do to entertain your friends. There was nothing else. I mean, honestly, I would have gone. I would have gone, but I would have rather gone to the seance party than the unwrap the mummy party. If these were all happening at the same time, which I know they were. <laughs> what the fuck? Victorian England. Mm. And I feel like that's all you really need to know about mummies. You know? I mean, it's pretty fucked up. I mean, I just wonder back, like, mummies now, and we think about, like, the spooky aspect to them. It's all about the mummy curse. Mm-hmm. It's all about that Brendan Fraser, you know? Yeah, but it seems like the real curse is humans on the undead. Like, we... <laughs> is colonialism (laughs) yeah the real curse is just living beings desecrating Mm. you yeah from top to bottom yeah and now i get it and now it kind of gives me the like same vibes remember we were talking about like months ago like evil native american chiefs oh like cursing the like white people who build houses on his land or whatever yes it's like I feel like this idea of the Egyptian curse really stems from like the white guilt that Absol- we all now have. Absolutely, about eating, eating mummies. They ate mummies. Yeah, and like this is all making a lot more sense. Though, can I tell you about a mummy? I wish that you has would. a curse. I wish you would. And, and this is not Brendan Fraser era. This is like classic victorian like we had a party and (laughs) you get fucked because of it you know oh okay Mm -hmm. i like that Mm -hmm. it was on and i kind of love it and uh, yeah it's like don't mess with these bitches they scary um i'm scared Mm -hmm. we should all feel bad and i feel bad (laughs) i feel bad (laughs) don't eat Ah! okay (laughs) mummies this mummy is called the unlucky mummy which is perfect okay great i'm ready great you know who she is i know that is a perfect name because i know exactly when she comes in i know what she's about yeah yeah um so she's an ancient egyptian artifact that's in the collection of the british museum in london because colonialism um acquired by the museum in 1889 so that perfect time Mm mm-hmm Yep. The perfect time when everyone is batshit crazy. Egyptology explosion. Mommy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it uh, was found at Thebes and it can be dated uh, by like the shape of it and the style of the decoration to the late 21st to early 22nd dynasty. So um, I keep saying mummy. It's not actually a mummy. It's a gessoed and painted wooden mummy board what which is like the inner coffin lid it's like one of the you know the sarcophagus has like many layers oh to the boxes inward okay so this is one of the inner lids and it's like painted in the face of the the person oh okay yes i can picture it yeah and it's on wood so it's not the really gilded beautiful one on the outside it is beautiful but it's like 
one of the inner ones mm-hmm. um and it's like well preserved so they don't actually have the mummy itself but this piece is called the unlucky mummy <laughs> and um 21st 22nd dynasty i was trying to figure out like when the hell that is um it's from 950 to 900 bce oh uh so try to give you like old right she old yeah how to give you a sort of timeline because ancient egypt like egypt as an empire was so fucking long yeah like, i know that's what i had trouble with too i'm like well yeah. actually you know what it makes sense that there's all these cats and birds because like holy yeah. shit so let me give you just like a little snapshot the great pyramids right mm-hmm. those were built in 2600 bce 26 jesus hundred um cleopatra you know her i know her she died in 30 bce is that before or after that is after in bce times the numbers go backwards oh my god okay yes wow um bce which is like before the uh common era mm-hmm. basically what i think of it when i try to place it is like the roman empire fell right around like zero that is wild that's how I kind of, I like, it's not perfect. That's kind of how I keep track of these times. So, like, Cleopatra was sort of a part of the Roman Empire being fucked. Right, yes. Yeah. Because Caesar and then whoever and then Augustus and it was, like, great for a long time and then it went shitty. You know. You know. Kind of. Anyway. Not really. This this girl <laughs> is from 900 BCE. So, like, not as old as the pyramids, but older than Cleo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, not containing an actual mummy, but I keep calling her she, and it's like, we call everything she. Yeah. Thing is, because from the painting, it's a painting of a beardless face, mm-hmm. and the hands are not, like, crossed over. They're sort of, like, out. Like, they're, like the fingers are extended outwards. Okay. They can tell that this actually cover for a woman oh my god yes she's here she is a woman what's her name we don't know (gasps) i know it's it's tragic um name her so name her her name is unlucky okay yeah (laughs) um so because it's just the cover they don't have all of her accoutrement because you know colonialism they would just yank shit out of tombs and this one's cool nobody knew yeah, nobody knew what anything was from or the context or all the stuff you can gain from seeing it where it's supposed to be. Wonderful. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. So they could tell that, like, it was really high-quality painting, high-quality wood, that this is, like, mm, a <laughs> fancy lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you have to be really rich to be mummified. Mm-hmm. And you have to be even more important to be mummified as a woman. Wow. Because, you know, misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> so... There are hieroglyphic inscriptions that are that are inside, like, the, you know, decoration that contain, like, religious phrases. So it's hypothesized that she's a priestess. Oh! Uh, yes, yes. A priestess of a god named Amun-Ra, which is, like, cool as fuck. Um, some, someone even hypothesized that she's royalty, uh, which would be cool. But that's actually just, like, pure speculation, not really supported by... But wait, how... Mm- Oh, it's yeah. like only a priestess or a queen or a princess would have been buried like that? Well, I think it's it's just likely that she could be of the royal line because, like, she's super high-ranking 
um, a lot of women during this time were, like, participating in rituals of Amun-Ra. They would, like, play music and stuff. Oh, okay. So it's, like, possible, but there's nothing to say, like, yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. And it's believed that her actual mummy is still in Egypt, which at least there's something, right? Wait, so what did they... They just went into this tomb and they yanked... They, like, opened her lid and they took this and they ran away? Well, yeah, because grave robbers would just like go in and steal a bunch of shit so they could sell it to wealthy shitty white people and be like look at this artifact they didn't care when or what it was they would just grab it all because they're trying to make a living yeah and there are nasty white people who will buy it for a lot of money yeah so let me tell you about these nasty white people all right yeah um i mean like everything about this now is great she sounds lovely um she's got a cool lid mm-hmm. <laughs> um but why why is she unlucky why is she yeah, what unlucky happened? Um, so Mr. W, which is all I could fucking find about what this guy's name was, is the guy who bought her. Um, he was an amateur archaeologist, which I think means not an British fuck who goes to Egypt to like, "Mm." and you can't be an amateur archaeologist. Mm. (laughs) Let me have this. Since I bought it, I'm an archaeologist. What the fuck? You have to go to school, sir. Yeah. You need Um, a little brush. Yeah. Not back then. You could just be rich and, like, hang out in Egypt and be like, I'm an archaeologist. I have the pants. <laughs> um, anyway, so it was said that he purchased the artifact by striking a deal at a party in Egypt, which just sounds all sorts of shady, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had to be. So let's get to the first victim of Lady Unlucky. Okay. This is not Mr. W, but Mr. W's buddy someone who's like on this trip with him i don't know his name mr they didn't write it down mr v mr v um so mr w is out hanging out with mr v shooting ducks on the nile oh my god excuse me who what Ugh. the nile is like a very important river you just can't like shoot ducks on it mr w no one cared i'm yeah anyway prepare to feel vindicated my microphone just like fell down when i said that i'm so upset (laughs) um so this is right before his trip back to europe everyone was gonna go back home it was gonna be great when shooting ducks on the nile a gun explodes without any visible reason like no like they couldn't tell why and it hits mr v in the arm and like totally fucks up his arm cool and they're like oh shit maybe we shouldn't have been shooting ducks on the nile (laughs) um and before he could find any proper treatment because like you know they're in egypt they're on a random expedition yeah they there was no one around his arm like just got infected and fucked up and had to get it amputated yeah yes that's what happens yeah that's what you get so Mr. W is a rich bitch, Mm -hmm. so he's got servants, and they're the ones actually handling the lid, right? Mm -hmm. So second and third victims, the servants, they actually fare a lot worse. Apparently, the legend is one of the servants was, like, carrying the lid and was, like, making fun of how ugly it was or whatever. (gasps) Being shitty. Rude. And then, like, later, like, a couple months later, got just, like, randomly shot and died. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, one of the other servants that was just like not being as respectful as you should have been, like, you shouldn't be touching it anyway. It's not yours. <laughs> um, just like died within the year of 
being it says of poverty so i guess like just being poor wow yeah of poverty so life sucks um so at this point mr w is like i don't want this thing yeah he, bitch. he gives it to his sister what did he want her to die what did she do hilarious i don't know what she did but he's like fuck you her we have her name her name is ms warwick hunt which is like wow a sweet name yeah um gave it to his rich sister and was like here a gift from egypt <laughs> totally um, normal not cursed not cursed at all she started experiencing like really like intense like financial losses mm. she just started losing a ton of money yeah she was like, what the fuck's going on um she hires our fifth victim a photographer to take a picture of this lid and be like take some pics of this lovely gift i don't think it's connected to all the shitty things happening to me <laughs> um the photographer according to him when he developed the photos instead of like the painted face of the lid it's like a living woman's face ah! that appeared. <laughs> oh no right oh yeah. oh my yeah. god and then he died <laughs> is there a picture where are the pictures there's no picture this happened in like 1880 <gasps> oh i hate it yeah i don't know what happened in the pictures and I'll, I'll tell you where like all this information came in a bit okay um so ms warwick hunt is like i am over it i am done bye she donates our unlucky lady to the british museum it's like uh-huh. don't want it yeah. don't want it um Apparently, all of her financial troubles go away at that point. Great. Um, so, where did all this information come from? How do we know all this, like, very vague info about nameless people who died? <laughs> well, it all comes from an investigative journalist named Bertram Fletcher Robinson. Damn. And he is our mm, sixth victim. <gasps> he was investigating all of these stories about this mummy to write a column for the daily express trying to dismiss all of them saying it's all fake it's all fake oh shit what he found out is that everything was true <gasps> and so all this information comes from the article he wrote about like look at all the shit that went down it's all real it's all verified um but before he could complete his work he suddenly died <gasps> what what um and enter enter who has kind of become the mascot of this podcast not abraham lincoln though close <laughs> sir arthur conan doyle oh shit yes he's here he cannot get enough he loves this shit i feel like he we would have been shit. friends or just I at know. least would have had some good conversations i wish he could be a guest he's like he has the he's basically us he's one of us he he just believes all this shit mm-hmm. um so here's what he said because he had to like he had talk to about this yeah. he had to here's what he said it was caused by Egyptian elementals guarding a female mummy because Mr. Robinson had begun an investigation of the stories of the mummy's malevolence. Ooh. It is impossible to say with absolute certainty if this is true, but I warned Mr. Robinson against concerning himself with the mummy at the British Museum. He told him, oh no, you do not write this article. But he did anyway. <laughs> he persisted. This is still the quote. And his death occurred. I told him he was tempting fate by pursuing his inquiries. <gasps> the immediate cause of death was typhoid fever. But that is the way in which the elementals guarding the mummy might act. Because 
Sir Arthur knows how. Yeah, what the f- Egyptian elementals work. I guess. I guess he does. I just love how. I don't know if he actually did, but like, he went to this report and was like, "Don't you mess! I don't you mess with the unlucky mummy!" And he was like, "Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, I need to find the truth." <laughs> You don't know shit, sir. This did not happen. This exchange didn't happen. Arthur said it happened. I don't believe him. I don't believe Arthur, him at all. Everything he does is based on facts, on truth. Uh-uh. <laughs> he wrote He wrote Sherlock Holmes, which means he's the most credible source you could ever find. This oh my god. Well, he is an expert how would on he... Egyptian elementals. <laughs> what? <laughs> what why yes 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 okay where i'm not done where is it now can i tell you about the eighth and final victim yes <laughs> can you guess who it could is be is it arthur conan doyle no oh it's the titanic uh, yes what? yes i'm going there i'm going there i'm going uh there. tell me so there was a rumor that the unlucky mummy was aboard the Titanic <gasps> when it sank and was responsible for what happened. Why? What? Who brought it? But this was a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> started by, not real, started by a journalist named William Stead and his buddy, Douglas Murray. So these fools are like, do you want to be funny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be funny? <laughs> but... But here's where I can glean some truth. Murray, this friend, he was like super interested in the paranormal. He's like Arthur. He's like us. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, I need to see this mummy. So him instead went to the museum to see her. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, my God. Published an article because Stead's like a very big r- journalist. He said he felt the expression on the face of the cover was that of a living soul in torment. <gasps> I said I felt. I felt it. <laughs> I felt <Yeah>. it. <laughs> um, and then allegedly both of them asked the like museum officials if they could perform a seance. Oh, my God. To remove the anguish and misery from the eyes of the unlucky <laughs> lady. <laughs> Another conversation <laughs> that definitely happened. It happened. <laughs> um they were like, no, bitch, <laughs> go away. Um, so in 1912, Stead goes on to the Titanic. He is invited. He's a first-class passenger. Oh, he is a fancy reporter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was apparently so well-recognized that he was even like a candidate up for the Nobel Prize. Oh. So maybe his reporting about this coffin lid and doing a seance and whatever is not as hogwash as we may believe. Oh, damn. But, but... He did not win the Nobel Prize. He did not make it. He was last seen reading a book in the smoky room of the Titanic's finest first-class quarters. Never to be seen again. But did he bring the tragedy? Did... But did... Well. But... Well. Well. <laughs> following his death, a testimony made by one of the survivors came up. Said that Stead had shared the story about the curse of the unlucky mummy on board the Titanic just days before the tragedy. <gasps> mm-hmm. And there were rumors that the museum wanted to get rid of the unlucky mummy and send it to the America on the Titanic. So everyone was like, oh my god, it was on the ship. Oh, it causes it to sink. Crazy. Truth is, it never left the British Museum. Yeah. It's still there. It's still there. It's still there. Mm-hmm. 
Can I see but it? But here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing. Proximity never stopped the unlucky mummy from killing before. Yeah. Like, you just had to see it and then go. Like, it's not like Robinson was in the museum when he caught typhoid fever and died. It's not like this, you know, the servants were, like, hanging out with it when he died. So, maybe Stead, like, dissed her by being like, I want to put a, do a seance over her and remove her from the lid. Mm. And was like, bitch, I'm going to sink your ship. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait. I've been to the yeah. British Museum. Yeah. Have you? You may might have seen her. I don't think so. Oh, shit. You might have seen her. Um, she's pretty unassuming. I mean, she's a beautiful lady, but um, she's not, like, crazy looking. Uh, but, yeah, that's the unlucky mummy. She is powerful. I- she is scary. She will smite any white man who tries to seance her sadness away. I mean, if uh, if I if I die, it's... I- I, I probably have seen her. It might it might be her. Uh, did you? I don't know. She thick. I well she she tall. I don't. I mean, I saw a lot of things. She got some decor. She's not even named at the museum. She's named by like numbers because they were like we don't know who she is and they're you know. She's the unlucky mummy. That's who she is. She's she is the unlucky. She's like cool as hell. I like her a lot, and I appreciate the work she does um there were a lot of people on the titanic who shouldn't have died um we'll never have leo back and he was a bright he was a bright star of our generation um but i really uh don't believe in that curse what (laughs) okay like titanic aside Mm -hmm. she might have fucked up some shit to the fools who like owned her the thing that gets me the most is her face in the photograph you looking at her no um i can't but (laughs) but um i just i don't like the idea of developing something and then there's a human face there um Mm -hmm. that freaks me out (laughs) but i have worse things to tell you Oh my god, let's hear it. I'm going to tell you about just a couple of mummies that I learned about in my research. Um, Let's go right to it, 2015. Whoa! Yeah, here's a mummy. That's a mummy? Uh, Yep. Oh, and not the only one. So, uh, Mm -hmm. in 2015, firefighters uh, found the mummified remains of an elderly woman woman, in her Mm. San Francisco home. Uh, her residence was infested with rats, uh, filled oh. floor to ceiling with trash, um, oh. including 300 bottles of urine. Um, oh. Yeah, the door was blocked with uh, trash, so they had to like break a window to get in and move stuff. Um, and it took a couple days to remove enough of the filth to find the corpse, um, the mummy. Uh, they believe she had been dead for five years oh my god yeah so this is the saddest thing i've ever heard mm-hmm. so this is what mummies are like now uh but her 65 year old mm. daughter carolyn had been living with the body um what yeah and neighbors said that she avoided any attempts at interaction with them 
And apparently <sighs> she kept a mummy of her mother for five years, so, you know. Is this some Norman Bates shit you're telling me? You know, I really don't know. Do you want to hear another bummer? Yeah. 2014. The uh, This repairman discovered a mummy of a Michigan woman in the front seat of her Jeep. Um, they believe she actually died in 2009 and sat unnoticed for years until her house went into foreclosure. Hmm. Her remains were discovered behind uh, the steering wheel, surrounded by piles of unopened mail and a wine bottle. But her remains were too dried out for a conclusive autopsy, so her cause of death remains unknown. How does that happen? How do you become a mummy in your car? Well, she kind of, like, insulated herself in the garage, so there was, like, and the vents were shut. I don't know. I don't know. What kind of definition of mummy? You know? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Just another one. Hmm. So, this woman named Gladys uh, Burbinger died February 7th, 2011, um, and her relatives were like, she's a hoarder. There's, that place is going to be filled with newspapers and garbage and stuff. What they didn't expect to find when they went in there was um, to find the mummified remains of Gladys's mother, who was also named Gladys. Uh, what? <laughs> So there's two Gladyses, and one recently died, and one was found in a plastic multicolored shower curtain wearing a pajama top and one sock and was mummified in a shower curtain. So this is like the worst version of Gilmore Girls. (laughs) If you're out on the road, feeling lonely... As oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> All you gotta do is call on me. Here's a good one. It's not yeah. good. Um, so for nearly 50 years, the <clears throat> people in Argentina have flooded to meet the Miracle Child. What if I told you the Miracle Child wasn't a mummy? That would be a lie <laughs> because it's a mummy. Um, oh. In 1967, one-year-old Miguel Angel... Guillotin died of meningitis and was buried. But weirdly, seven years later, Miguel's grave was and coffin were found open. Uh And uh, so the cemetery workers were like, what the fuck? And um, closed it, but they noticed like the stones would be moved aside near his coffin. Like someone was going in there like a lot. Just like a wacky like grave robber i they never found out who it was but an unhinged relative uh well he his parents decided eventually like okay we're gonna put a glass cover on the front of this coffin Mm -hmm. so it's like always in view because clearly someone wanted it open i think the family was doing it um but he uh his remains were mummified and thousands of people come and see his tiny wrinkled corpse, and some believe that holding their hands over the baby's forehead can help them. One person, one well, one person claimed that uh, a visit to Miguel cured his pancreatic cancer in weeks. Wow! If you're out 
on the road. <laughs> I mean, that's Feeling better. Lonely and so cold. Yeah, I wanted to end it on a light note. You just you just shoveled onto me so much garbage. <laughs> Were you just like? I felt like if I is this this is what mummies have come to just like <laughs> sadness. Yeah, because when else is that going to happen? I don't even know how that Jeep lady got mummified. That's crazy. Yeah, that is weird. Like, why did that happen? Maybe she did the same thing as the monks where she, like, rubbed the mummy shit all over herself. Yeah. Don't you need to be in some place where, like, all the moisture is sucked out of you? That's what, like, mummies are, right? They're preserved because there's, like, no moisture in them. Maybe, I mean... Maybe this is an open definition of a mummy, and they just wanted to tell me a horrible story. Yeah. Because, like, humans deteriorate. But she hadn't deteriorated. Yeah. So what the hell? And I, like, get, like, fancy soil. I get, like, you know, serums and whatever. Like, the Egyptians had a very clear process. The monks had a process. How do you just, like, accidentally become a mummy in your car? I don't. I don't know. I thought mummies were spooky, but you're telling me that mummification now is spooky. <laughs> the process of which is veiled in mystery. <laughs> yeah, what what the, is science? What is, what is going on? Well, yeah, because if you actually look up the definition of mummy, that body works thing is that. It's just whatever, like, preserving a but dead body use, is. They use science to do that shit. Yeah. That didn't just happen. Like... How does someone become a mummy just, like, in their shower curtain? Why don't they deteriorate, decompose? I, 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 what? I, what? I don't know, but it's a mummified body. It's whack. Are they haunting anything, or are they just a mummy? Oh, no, I thought it was enough that they were just gross. And sad. Gross and really sad. I think, like... Though the little boy might have some magic. It seems like he does. I I mean, like, he seems to be, like, a nice, beautiful spirit. Is his name really Angel? It's Miguel. His middle name is Angel. That's, like, I don't know. That's, that's, that's very poetic. My name is Hope, and I don't do shit. So. You know. <laughs> so, maybe not. You, maybe you will. <laughs> maybe I'll save the world. But. Look, we all can't be. Angel Dumont Chouinard from Rent. We can't be that symbolic. <laughs> Dumont Chouinard. Um, listen, I don't believe mm. in the stupid mummy curse thing you told me about. I think those people Why? just got what was coming to them. I think they're just like not good people. And they well, do you not think karma came in the form of a mummy curse. Well, can't, well, can't, okay, sure. <laughs> I think karma can just come as karma. I don't know. I think, you know what, I'm sorry that I don't believe in her, but I- Look, I don't want to believe in her for the same reason I don't want to believe in the, like, you know, evil Native American burial ground shit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just some white guilt getting up on you for destroying, like, a sacred tomb. Yeah. Whatever universe forces are going on because you did this, that's a curse. But I don't think it's, like, some- mystical egyptian magics but that yeah you're right that is bullshit uh, yeah i'm not into it no but i that is some white bullshit but i do believe that people can get mummified in their jeeps i guess now yeah there's some sort of magic going on in a woman's jeep it's just like (laughs) 
<laughs> sadness. Yeah. Yeah. The magic of depression and neglect. Yeah. Hope. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you would want to. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There was also this doctor whose husband died and he she mummified his body and tried to bring it back to life with holy water for like years. No, no, that's like almost as bad as Mr. Mannequin Corpse guy. What was his name? What? You told me the worst story in the world like months ago. <laughs> oh, I blocked it. Oh, the guy who had uh, sex with that dead body. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that I feel like that's worse. That's worse. That's worse. Yeah. But like, don't mummify. <laughs> Don't do it. My, I'm say no to mummies. My advice would be to put in your will that you would like to be donated to mummy science. That that's what your body would like to do. Because be a tennis player. Yes, because you will be featured in natural history museums across the country. Mm. Mm-hmm. You got any bad advice? Yeah, my bad advice would be. Hmm. What? <laughs> Sorry. There's just so, so much I have to process. I'm so overwhelmed. I just thought if uh, I threw stories at you, it would be less bad. But I think I was wrong. But it's so bad. Um, Pile up so much garbage in front of your door that no one can get inside. And firefighters will need to break a window. To get you out and have like a bunch of pet rats. They're really cool. <laughs> and be terrible people. Oh, what have you done to me? Yeah, this just turned into my favorite murder, I guess. This just turned into Hope and Brandy are terrible people. Yeah, I mean. Trying to laugh at awful, awful things. But like, if you don't laugh, then you're going to turn into a mummy. Then you're going to cry out all your moisture and mummify yourself. And your 80 pet rats will have nothing to do because you'll be a mummy in a shower curtain. Oh, my God. Here's my bad advice. Yeah. And you can edit out the stuff before because that's garbage. (laughs) Here's my bad advice. Get yourself a beautiful sequin shower-like curtain. Get it to match your eyes. Yeah. Get it like your favorite <laughs> pattern, a gorgeous shower curtain. So just in case, just in case you turn into a mummy wrapped in that bitch, you will be looking fly. <laughs> That's my bad uh, advice. <laughs> Um, so you can... Hope's dead. This episode has killed her. You're the one who wanted to do mummies! I take it back. (laughs) You could go ahead and follow us. It's Spooky Shit Pod. Or Tumblr. Spooky Shit Pod.tumblr.com. Or email us. Spooky Shit Pod at gmail.com. And don't... We'll never do mummies again, I swear. (laughs) Until we do, because it's us and we're terrible people. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. That took a turn. (laughs) 